Live from the secret podcast studio somewhere in the city of Los Angeles, this is Dre's Geek Philosophy, the August 28th edition. Monday night, we're back, we're back, I'm coughing, <coughs> I have a cough button now that actually works, so I can stop this from, stop myself from coughing, at least on the iTunes version, not on the Twitch or on Facebook Live, but hey, you, I, it's a par for the course here. I'm still recovering from that from that terrible, terrible cold, the common cold, the oh, uncommon man. cold, as I felt like it was. <laughs> so, all right, we're, we're just gonna start right off with the big thing from last night, the really big, the really big crazy thing, the end of season seven of Game of Thrones. Uh, I know you're not a Game of Thrones no, guy, no. so so you 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 are the Morty mm-hmm. for me. You you are the 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 passenger. You are like the 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 the, the like in, like the Vindicators episode of Rick and Morty. Yeah, we have you around to be kind of like <laughs> to be impressed. To be impressed. Yeah. So yeah, so mild Game of Thrones spoilers for any of you who have not yet watched it. You've had 24 hours. Uh, what are you doing with your lives? <laughs> if, if you're a big Game of Thrones fan, you should have watched it by now. If you haven't, I would I, I'd have to say there's something wrong in your life, there, or something has happened, something terrible is happening in your life <laughs> to prevent you from sitting down for 80 minutes. It was the longest episode of Game oh, wow. of Thrones history last night. It was insane. Lots of crazy shit happened last night. Man. Spoiler alert. So you, we had literally we had. Probably for the first time in the entire series history, you had all the major characters in one area. Oh wow! You had you had literally every major. You had a lot of reunions of of, of pairings that, that happened throughout the series, and like everyone like, got to have their little moments where they're talking to each other. Like you know, certain characters like uh, Tyrion got to reunite with his boy Bronn, and they, they they were having a fun little talk about cocks. <laughs> they loved. Now there's one character who loves talking about cocks. Oh, he's, man. He's, he's, he's obsessed. With, he's obsessed with cock. He's a he's a cocksmith. Cocksmith. <laughs> the show in general is kind of obsessed uh, with. Cocksmith. The the show At is obsessed. Uh, it's just like the, the the parody songs you'd always hear is like boob 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 boobs boob boob boobs cocks 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 and some boobs and and some boobies and some boobies and some South Park made one the wiener 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 that's probably by channels at making parodies. I'm just an amateur. Amateur. So like you we had this crazy scene where you had all these all these characters all at the same time all naked. A lot of first-time interactions where these characters, like, over the course of seven seasons, many of these characters have never met before. Mm. So it, it was pretty crazy. They, they try to, they kind of try to, I'm trying to use the English language and I'm unable to. <laughs> kind of trying to unify everyone because they realize one, the, the biggest threat is this army of the dead. Mm. This whole like, whole bunch of zombie-like creatures. White walkers, White walkers. so to speak. <laughs> is, is it, That sounds racist to me. <laughs> White walkers. I, I think they prefer being called alt right walkers. <laughs> and of course, their leader is the Night King, who's blue. But that's beside the point. <laughs> so you had you had all these crazy interactions with all these characters. Everyone's meeting up. Everyone's getting mad at each other. I was talking about yeah, the, the big one was the, 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 these two brothers. I was telling you, I was telling you guys about mm-hmm. the, the, the Hound and the Mountain. Yeah. It was like their first interaction since like season one or season two. Oh wow. It was really one of, one of them can't talk anymore. The other one was doing all the talking. And he was like, and he's a salty. Salty asshole. <laughs> he, he he's probably like a, a, a fan favorite. A lot of people really like him because he he's one of the characters who actually says what he thinks, uh. and he and he uses a lot of swear words while he's doing it. I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, like last week's episode, he was throwing he was throwing rocks at zombies and, and, and antagonizing them because <laughs> he's a crazy person. 
And then uh, I guess probably the, the biggest thing from that from last night's episode was that we had some magical incestual sex. Uh. <laughs> was, you know, we we learned the true heritage of this one character because there's one, one. Let's see, Pete, one of the characters in the show mm-hmm. from the very beginning was always like, he was considered a bastard. Uh. Like he like because uh, one of the main the, the good guys or the the, the the good guy family the, the Starks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Soul Stark. I'm sure you've heard many jokes. You know, hey, Tony Stark. Ah. <laughs> But uh, the Stark family, they had one of them was a was a bastard, so he was known as John Snew. Oh, John Snew. I, I always say it that way because one of his early girlfriends was this like, kind of Irish one, like John Snew. You oh. know nothing. You know nothing, John Snew. That's a, kind of a meme. Oh. And uh, turns out, oh no, he 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 is not the bastard because like, everyone. Oh, he's the bastard son of of, of, of the main of Sean Bean's character. Mm. He, he's that's his bastard son. He wouldn't had a he had an affair, and here's a, here's his bastard. Turns out, no, that's not the case. Oh. That uh, that uh, that 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 main character kind of owned this shame. Like he 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 wore this kind of like, oh, they, yep, he's my bastard son. It's not that, no, not his bastard son. No. It, it was his sister's son. No. And then you find out that his sister was in love with one of the with this other character, uh, the, the Targaryens, like the, the son of the, the Mad King. Oh. And everyone thought, oh, he kidnapped her and he raped her, and that and that's how Jon Snow was born. He he's he's a bastard of the of the Targaryens. Oh shit! And then you find out, no. Because there was a character, he can go back in time, he can look at anything. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes back in time and he sees, oh, there's a wedding. Oh, no, they really were in love. Oh, this guy, Jon Snow, his real name is Aegon Targaryen. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it turns out he has a rightful claim to be the king of this whole fucking thing. Fucking nuts. And at the same time as they're making this revelation, uh, Jon Snow, his character meets up with the, this other girl, Daenerys Targaryen, who turns out is his aunt. His aunt. And uh, yeah, they uh, they get down. They uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. they 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 were on a boat, but they were rocking that boat <laughs> as as the little guy Tyrion was outside listening. <laughs> he could hear like, oh, Jon Snow and Daenerys, they're getting it on. And at the same time, like kind of concurrently happened, they're going back and forth where there these revelations of like, oh, like we knew he was a bastard. Oh, we oh he's a bastard Targaryen. Oh no, he's not a bastard Targaryen. He's a legitimate heir to the to the throne uh, that his aunt also wants. So, oh, so that's that Compli- So there's going to be some complicated <laughs> stuff coming when when season eight debuts in 2019. No oh, man, I think I'm gonna I, I, I'm, I'm gonna start reading the books now. Yeah, you have enough time, right? <laughs> you know, start reading the books now, and then maybe I can get to book five before the show comes back, and maybe. In the next two years, book six will actually come out. There you go. Because it's been like five, six years since the last book. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I almost feel bad for like a lot of the, the. And, oh, I'm sorry. One of the biggest things that happened last night on Game of Thrones. Before I forgot, I, I went. This is why I got got the format. Uh, the the the, de- the 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 there was an undead dragon that's oh, controlled by, yeah. like, and the, the there, there's this giant wall that protects Westeros. Oh, they, they they put up this wall to protect from the from these from this unknown threat. And uh, they have their undead dragon. That undead dragon took out the wall, man. Oh, a couple man. of fan, uh, one major fan favorite character. We're not sure if he survived. A lot, so, so many of my friends are like saying, like, no, he survived. No, he got to a tower. No, there's no way. <laughs> this is this big red bearded, this ginger barbarian dude. Oh. Everyone loves him. He's hilarious. Nah. He's another one of those characters who's like, kind of that point of view. Every man, like, mm. oh, where's the six foot woman? Six foot woman. I kind of like her. I want to have babies with her. <laughs> Because there's this like super tall, uh, the lady yeah. who was um uh, Captain Phasma, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gwendolyn Christie's character, uh, uh, 
why can't I remember her name? There's so many names to keep track <laughs> keep track of on the show. And uh, yeah, he, he's he's totally in love with her. He's like, he's like, he's, he's like, oh, the woman who's my equal. She's tall. <laughs> like this guy, he's hilarious. He always says ridiculous things. And like, oh, he was on the wall when this ice dragon showed up. It's like, blah, taking out everything. Mad. Oh, man. <coughs> it was a very action-packed 80 minutes oh. of Game of Thrones. And he said that was the longest episode. The lo- that's the longest episode they've ever done. Normally, mm-hmm. they, they stay in like the 50, 55-minute mark. No, 80 minutes, a solid 8 and that's like straight. And and, and, dude. Yeah. and there's no commercials. Yeah. No, it's it's HBO. Yeah. It, it is not regular ass TV. It's HBO. That is a short movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, and, and here's the craziest part. As I was watching it last night, it did not feel like 80 minutes. It oh, felt no. shorter. It felt like half an hour oh. because like a lot of things were happening. Like the first half was like a lot. There was a lot of talking, but there's all these like really tense moments where like we're gonna lose important characters. Yeah. And then we we eventually did lose some important characters, but I'm not even gonna talk about the that. So something else that has been happening in the last few days. I no, last week we were talking about Defenders yeah, yeah. on Netflix. That Defenders is a thing that's currently happening, and <coughs> I have not watched it. Yeah, <laughs> because I am still incredibly behind. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, two two series behind, or th- oh no, Daredevil, oh, Luke, Luke, Cage, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Oh, yeah. like, I am three series behind. Technically now four series behind with Defenders out there. <coughs> Ah, I got the cough button at the time. <laughs> but uh, last week, I, uh, I I was helping out my friend, mm-hmm. and we and he watched the first episode of Iron Fist while I was there. And I'm like, oh, I haven't seen this yet. And, and everyone has bashed the living daylights mm-hmm. out of Iron Fist. That is, it's not good. It's bad. It's um, like, th- this is garbage. Da-da. I watched the first episode, and it wasn't that bad. Yeah. At least in my opinion, I, I I'd like to say it was very much like when I watched the first Spider-Man movie way back when, when the first came out, I expected it to be uh, a dumpster fire. Yeah. And it was, Oh, this wasn't as bad as I thought it was. The, yeah. Hey, this peanut butter and shit sandwich had a lot less shit than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's not that bad. Too well, I bad that, I'm allergic to peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. Well then, then you shouldn't have a peanut butter and shit yeah. sandwich, my friend. Yeah. I think we talked about it on Wednesday where mm-hmm. like, um, I feel like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. I think what happens is like it wasn't as good as, as good as the rest. Yeah, because like, Daredevil was really good. Jessica yeah. Jones is really good. Luke Cage apparently is the best one, which I am now. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to get there. Working towards. Yeah. I'm working towards. So yeah, after I watched uh, that first episode of Iron Fist, and like it was funny because I, I was watching it with a couple of my friends, and and they were sitting there too. Like we we're kind of looking at each other, like, "Hey, Chanel, welcome to the show." Mm-hmm. And we were we were watching it, and. Uh, it's like, oh, you know, this isn't as bad as I thought. I'm like, like I can see how uh, how the, the uh, Danny Rand's character could come off as annoying. Yeah, he he. I I can see that that kind of character flaw in him as I was watching it. But it was, I mean, he wasn't that annoying. I mean, it wasn't where I was offended watching him. Yeah, but it was fine. There was nothing uh, wrong with it mm-hmm. so far. I mean, I've only seen one episode. We we've been sitting like we were sitting there talking about it after we watched, and, and then my friend he's actually gone further, and he's he's about like six seven episodes, and he's like, this hasn't gotten bad. Like he was kind of waiting for this you know oh bad turn. Yeah, and it's funny because uh, this friend of mine, a friend of the show, Jonah Keel, um, he he like he normally has like that that kind of negative prism where he looks at stuff and he and, like something that I will truly enjoy. Yeah, he'll like yep. despise. But on this show, no, he's been enjoying it. So, like, even through his very uh, highly critical prism, he's been enjoying it. So, mm. I can't wait to get it. But because of that, uh, Wednesday night when I got home, after after we did our show, mm. I fired up. Uh, <laughs> I left off a, a Daredevil season two after the second episode. I watched the third episode. All right, and then I was like, all right, cool, things are happening. <coughs> you got the, the Punisher. Yeah. 
making his big confession as to why, you know, oh, he, he tells us why I am the way I am. You know, he watched his family die, you yeah. know, stuff. And then the fourth and uh, I don't know if that was the, 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 the third at the end of that episode or the end of the following episode. Fucking Electra. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And uh, a, a, a fully um, character wise fleshed out Electra. Like it's totally like. Oh, yeah. A very, very different from the. Well, it's different in certain aspects, but the same in others. Like uh, a uh, much more aggressive Electra. That's that's how I kind of see her, and so you, uh, she's very funny too. Yeah. I, I really like her attitude. You got into the part where where he goes to her apartment and then the hand to show up. Yeah, like that was like the best thing. Uh, best cliffhanger for me though is and she brings up she has his suit there. She has the Daredevil suit there. Like mm-hmm. like oh shit, she knows. <laughs> oh yeah, she already. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> She she knew that Matt Murdock was Daredevil. Yeah. Like, oh, like 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 she deliberately was. Yeah, the, the, the way she was toying with him, I I, I was uh, it, it was very interesting. I, I I really enjoyed this version of Electra. I mean, oh yeah, I was much better than the the Jennifer Garner, <laughs> Jennifer Garner uh, Electra. They're fighting on uh, in the, the, in the playground. playground, and then like they're fighting, and she has this foot on his throat. I'm Electra Nachos. Yeah. Like just very casually letting him know that's my name with my foot on your throat. Yeah. God, that movie! Hey, I, I know you've told me that, that, that yeah. there's a director's cut where it's it's it's, it's better. It's it, yeah, the story flows better. That scene's still in there. Yeah, that, <laughs> that that terrible scene. There's a, there's a lot of bad scenes in that Daredevil movie, man. I mean, I, yeah. I'm ashamed. I own it on DVD, but that was more like I was being like a completist back then too. Yeah. Like I'm a, I'm a Marvel completist right now. Like I bought Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two last Tuesday when that came out. I got it too. You got it too. Of course you did. You you, you went you went and your and your stepdaughter Lily had that incredible bonding moment. On that show, on yeah. that movie, show, movie. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, we got it and we watched it with Mama and it was adorable. Yeah, it was, I, I'm, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, and it's, uh, uh, well, to, 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 to slow, well, I guess to, to, to tangent off into that, I watched all the special features. Oh. Uh, on that, and there was some really cool stuff. Like yeah. listening to the, the the way they talk about you know freaking crazy ass fucking director. Uh, oh, James Gunn. James Gunn. Thank yeah. you. My brain can go on my Tim Gunn is not correct. My like, my brain I'm like it's not Tim Gunn. It's Gunn. It's not Bart Gunn. It's not Bart Gunn. It's not Billy Gunn. Mr. Ass. It's James Gunn. And a lot of stuff like this, seeing the way they operate was really cool. It was yeah. just like, or the the, the 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 true affection that they all have for each other. Oh yeah. Um, I, I'm just checking to see if we have viewers. Oh, no, <laughs> we no. had a viewer right now. Chanel came came and left. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she'll watch it later. <laughs> After the fact, and um, yeah, I was like, it's really cool to see, like, especially uh, like er- all the interactions between him and Michael Rooker. Yeah, <laughs> like, they they've been long time oh, yeah. uh, like, co yeah. collaborators or co conspirators, yeah. depending <laughs> on your your point of view. Yeah, Michael Rooker is like his like lucky charm, right? He yeah, him, like to everything. Yeah, pretty much everything. It's like his lucky charm, his muse, <laughs> so to speak. It's a it, it, a lot of the featurettes were really fun yeah. seeing like, all of them talk about you know their their experiences on were on the set. And how like they all like kind of challenge each other, and they have a good. It seems like they have a good ass time. Did you see that uh, video with Michael Rooker doing the dad jokes? Yeah, the dad joke competition. No, was yeah, that is that on the Blu-ray? Know, that dad joke uh, thing that went viral. The two people going at each other with dad jokes. It, he did that. And he it did was, that. It was okay. Is that on the Blu-ray or is that something? No, no, that's fine. No, it's on YouTube. Just, you just watch it online. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I have to look that up. Yeah. I, was saying, I didn't see that on any of the featurettes. I'll show you some of those videos later on. They're, and, they're and then the, the post-show meeting, we will watch yes. those. <laughs> we'll do the thing. We'll do the thing. We'll do the thing. 
Yeah, so it's like it's funny because I had not watched that movie because uh, this is this is well b- mainly because I've been broke yeah. and I haven't had a lot of time. This was one of the first Marvel movies where I didn't go rewatch in the theater, even though I really wanted to get yeah. a second and or third. Because most of the Marvel movies, I like getting that second or third viewing in when yeah. the when the movie's out. Yeah. But th- this was one of the first times where like oh, I wanted to, but I never got around to getting to it. So this was the, literally just the second time watching it. Man, it's Guardians yeah. Two was so good, it's and one, it's like I didn't appreciate the music. The, the the first time around because mm-hmm. they really did go more um I, I don't want to say esoteric they, they really went a they lot went of deep they went they, there's a lot of deep cuts and yeah. and that's the thing that I appreciated because that you know me I, I know my you love deep your deep cuts <laughs> executive producer Sam loves deep cuts and I'm telling you again I knew it was freaking coming I still got teary eyed when he, they did Father and Son the Cat Stevens song yep because that's a song that even before that movie came out mm-hmm. I would sing to JoJo to put him to sleep. Nice. That song mattered to me when I was a little mm-hmm. kid because I grew up on Cat Stevens. Nice. So when I when that song came on, and especially after that moment where you know uh, the the sacrifice mm. for uh, for for Starlord, well, you know, that I, was when <laughs> he yeah, puts the spacesuit on him. Yondu, but he's wearing the... that Yondu moment where he goes and he saves him and everything like that. That <laughs> may have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy. That or, yeah, that that moment right there mm-hmm. already had me on an emotional level, and then they kick father and son in, and then I'm it's like okay. This is like completely full circle for me. Yep. And you know, all right. So in one of the featurettes, they talked about the music. Yeah. And um, yeah, I what, saw this. what's really cool, yeah, it's like you know the, those awesome mixes. Yeah. Those those were like his mom made yeah. those made those mixes. That 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 Zune at the end. Yondu. That's Yondu's music that he made for that. That's him sending the message. Yeah. So just like his mom was sending a message to him through those awesome mixes on the tapes. That Zune has a bunch of music that Yondu put together yeah. for him. And I was like, I was like, when I heard that, I was like, oh man, that's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. That is that was really awesome. Yeah. I, I was I was I was kind of like, I was blown away when, when they were talking about like how like how deep like a lot like a lot of these musical choices were, you know, it's of course because of James, they're very deliberate. Yeah. yeah. Uh the chain when they did yeah. the uh yes. Max song. That oh, was fucking perfectly hey, dude. timed. Oh they, they did in the beginning, and they did at the end. They did at the beginning, at the very end when yeah. everyone's getting fucked up, when yeah. everything's fucking everything's yeah. going down yeah. and like oh and then when the when fucking comes back around at the, the end of the song and everyone's fucking Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, that movie, like, yeah, that that second time through, I would just like like the the hairs on the back of my neck, even <laughs> yeah. though there's not a lot of hair up here, the little tiny hairs <laughs> back here were were popping up, and it it, it was just ah, uh, oh, it overwhelmed me. Like that, that actually, that's the first moment where I sat and I watched every featurette that was oh, on nice. the Blu-ray. I haven't yeah. done that in a while. Yeah, but I sat and I watched everything because I wanted yeah. to just consume everything I about saw it. That he actually he wrote the songs into the screenplay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he rewrote the the songs were selected even before they even shot. So. Yeah. And another cool thing is like they would play the the, the songs. They would play the score when oh, they yeah. were shooting oh, yeah. the movie. Yeah. So like they'd have earpieces where they'd hear the music, or like they would just play the music on the set, so they would know what the emotion and like it actually would would enhance their their act. It would it would give them more motivation while they were acting and yeah. that was like oh that's fucking cool yeah because yeah. you know like, like the, the process of, of a movie it's, it's very you know it's very it feels very mechanical nowadays where they just kind of yeah. put everything together it's like it, we'll fix it all on post like yeah. a freaking um, Sylvester Stallone Ravagers he couldn't say Ravagers Ravagers we'll just fix it in post yeah I always pay attention to soundtrack of course yeah you're you're an audio guy you're an engineer you're a man about music the first time I saw it the the soundtrack blew me away because it was used so well exactly it, it, it was integrated it, so well it was into fused within that story it was like, as it was written he had those songs yeah. already in mind so when when i saw that he actually wrote the songs into the script i was like 
you can and then had he took the added step of playing it for them during mm. the scene when they were yeah. acting it out i can't imagine Amazing. that I and mean, for me if i was on that set every single time they had to redo a scene and have father and son playing i would need a tissue yeah you you'd be crying yeah uh, that 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 was hitting me hard and i knew it was coming yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah it's funny those features really like hit a lot of notes like yeah. it, like it, like like stuff i didn't notice where like you know like Groot, like baby Groot's being kind of shitty to everyone but like everyone's taking care of, like like him and him and drax were fighting the whole time yeah. and then at the very end like wh whose arms is, he falls asleep and drax is, he wants to fall asleep in drax's arms yeah it's like little things like that little hidden highlights as i like to say those little yeah. those little hidden things yeah that like you know, when you when you pay attention, that, that, that's like again another reason. That's why I'd like to rewatch these Marvel yeah. movies multiple times because there's stuff that you'll miss the first time through that you you're not really paying attention. And when you see it that second time around, you're like, oh man, there's like there's so many layers. Especially when it's a when it's a really good filmmaker yeah. like James Gunn. Mm -hmm. Like I can't wait till we eventually get to. There's gonna be a Guardians three. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a, this is a goddamn franchise. Yeah. And we don't even have to wait for Guardians three to get to our next glimpse of them when yeah. we get them coming out. And they're gonna be Infinity War. War. Yeah. It's, 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 again, next next May. That not so secret trailer that they put out the, showed them in prominence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thor Thor running into their ship literally. Yeah. <laughs> like a bug like a bug on a windshield. Can't wait. That that's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. Just to have that big like. That finally seeing all of those pieces coalesce together. Oh yeah, is gonna it's, it's like literally like, like like that that like the movie intro you see where all the characters like all of that is gonna like much like that scene of Game of Thrones where you have all these characters who have never really met. You're gonna have all these Marvel characters yeah. all in all together in one spot. It yeah. I, I'm sure like uh, I'd like to think they were having a ball when they're making it because again it's it's the Russo brothers. Yeah. So those guys you know they they have proven oh yeah multiple times on. already. They can, they they know what they're doing yeah. with with Winter Soldier Civil War. And then, and they're no strangers to working with big ensembles because they worked on Arrested Development. Yeah. So, this is this is, I, I I'm 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 very excited. But actually, I'm more excited. Than you. I mean, one of the podcasts I listen to, uh, Doug loves movies. Yeah. Now every time he he at the beginning he goes, it's X amount of days till Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's true, man. Yeah, we are we are we are less than hundred days from Thor Ragnarok, <laughs> and I'm excited. I can't wait. This, that movie this year may go down as one of the great nerd years as oh, far as film goes. Yes. Oh. And I was going into yeah. it a little bit pessimistic, but uh, really, aside from Guardians of the Galaxy, I I was like, eh. But no. man, there have been some Spider-Man: Homecoming, hitters. Wonder Woman, yeah. Logan. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. We forgot this year. Logan we was this about year. Logan. Yeah, that's how oh. good it's been. We forgot about. Lo well, I didn't forget about Logan. I I brought it back up, but yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, Logan. That was like what February yeah. or February March. That was a yeah, that, that was, was an early, early one. Yeah, like it was in that it was in that Deadpool spot. Yeah, yeah. There's this year, and then we got a Star Wars. We're getting we're getting <laughs> we a Star Wars. I mean, on top of to, all of to, this, to we paraphrase Star Wars uh, too. To, <laughs> I mean, to, come on. To paraphrase Lucille Bluth, go go watch yourself a Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> go catch a Star Wars. We're we're gonna get a Star Wars this year. I mean, we're getting we're in the Last Jedi, and we're getting Thor Ragnarok. It's it, it's a pretty. And then is Ready Player One is that this year? Because uh, I, I know people. Next, I think it's next. Year. That's, that's next year. Oh, okay, that, that, that's that's a 2018 problem. Yeah. yeah but and, but it's been a very good nerd year. Yeah. I mean, seriously, dork boners are at Ron Jeremy <laughs> level right now. There, there are many, there are many nerd sperm being wasted. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere. And one thing that had, uh, did you see what had this week nerd sperm up in fury? Uh, tell, tell me, Samzia, what, what, what got all the, 
Well, get, get all the nerds. You, freaking... you, your nerd sperm got satisfied, but I'm still in like oh. a holding pattern. Oh, okay. Now, now, now you I, know I, where I, I'm going. I, I was wondering which which subject you're talking about. So I'm we're, we're delaying ta- release on this one. You, you, I, I was kind of delaying release on this myself, but hey, fuck it. We, Let's we just... both prematurely ejaculated about well, a month yeah, ago. About a month ago. So yeah, what, what we're talking about here, the the. The, the saga of the Super Nintendo Classic. See, building upon the success of the NES Classic, which became a highly sought-after item. You know, it's funny because um, I, I feel a lot of people are losing their shit over it. And I, I had a discussion about it on, on Facebook. Because, you know, last Tuesday, mm-hmm. I, not even Tuesday, it was Monday night Monday after night. the show. Yeah. After the show, because we kind of known that... um. Uh, all, all the retailers were going to start putting out their pre-orders for this thing because you we, know, I, I got the, we, the as you said, we prematurely ejaculated yeah. a little bit uh, a month ago when when Walmart accidentally uh, put it out and we had we got our pre-orders in th- thanks to friend of the show and Andy Fieri who gave me a heads up and I gave that guy a heads up and then we we pre-ordered them and then uh, Walmart was like oh sorry our bad psych <laughs> but Monday night uh, Pete and I were at uh, In and Out having a post-show dinner yeah. and I, I I got very I was very lucky. Another friend, uh, listener, iTunes listener, Rick Mears. Uh-huh. Uh, he he works for the Nintendo, and uh, he posted on 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 Facebook uh, about oh, um, Best Buy pre-orders are online now. And then I had just been we, we were eating yeah. and talking. I was looking at my phone, and I happened to see it, it was like literally he had just posted it. So I, immediately on my phone, I'm already logged into Best Buy yeah. through the freaking Best Buy app. I'm like, all right, I. As fast as my thumbs go, we were mid conversation. I'm like, Pete, I'm gonna stop talking because I have to pre-order this fucking thing. <laughs> boom! Like, boom! I already had all my credit card, all my information was already in there. Bam! 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 Pre-ordered. Oh my god! I message exec producer Samzia. Samzia, Best Buy, go now, now, now! <laughs> I sent in this. He got in, but unfortunately, the I the, got you, you see you be, because you're not a crazy in. Best Buy customer like me. You're not. You had to log in. You had it in your cart, but then. It, it literally sold out within 10 minutes. Less than 10. Less than 10 minutes. Yeah, it's crazy. And then the next day. The, oh, the next day was even worse. The next day, everybody woke up knowing that, now, they were, that every, all the places were going to start. Everyone who's aware of it. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden, okay, Best Buy did it literally like it was like 10 o'clock or 9 or whatever. Yeah. It was like it was already after the show. It was like it was probably like close to 10 p.m. Bam. Amazon did at 5 in the morning. Yeah. Or 2 and, in the morning. And then they were and then they were done in like less than a minute. It, yeah. was, it was like Comic-Con level of freaking like it was like Comic-Con tickets. Crazy, man. <coughs> and then we had GameStop. GameStop. Like that that was where you were trying to and then like GameStop's website crashed. Yeah, I mean I was trying like I got the text message from mm-hmm. GameStop saying it's available now. Yeah, you I got the notification. The link mm-hmm. and it sends me to the link that they had previously set up mm-hmm. that was the hey, more information here but not the actual buy. Now where you can buy it. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Said, it said click here to buy, but when you tried to click it, it wasn't letting. Oh, because so then I, I hit reload. GameStop's cheap ass servers. <laughs> yeah, I hit reload and it turns out right then all of their servers crashed. Fuck. Damn. There was no way you could get it. From it is absolute fucking chaos. Toys R Us was the last hope for everybody, and then they announced that they weren't doing. Yeah, they were. They were not doing. They're pre-orders. just gonna do, like, yeah. want, like the day that's on the twenty eighth. You better line up and get one. And, and, and honestly, at this point, I feel that's actually more fair. Yeah. At this point, yeah, but it, we're we're prone. We're gonna be because I live real close mm-hmm. to a, a Toys R Us. We're gonna you be have seeing, everything. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering Where if we're gonna live. see people camping out. I'm wondering if we're. Gonna I think see... so, dude. It, it, yeah. it, 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 I mean, because you're because you're you obviously we have 
I, the big thing everyone is complaining about was scalpers. Everyone's yeah. bitching about scalpers because yeah. the the demand for these because like, the demand for last year's NES Dude. Classic was ridiculous. It went up to like something that was sixty dollars. You had, were paying like two hundred, three hundred, three hundred. Now, now, now it's three hundred yeah. because now they don't they're not making them anymore. Yeah, and it's it's getting very chaotic. And so I guess people trying to get ahead of the curve for this one because people want there's a lot of cool stuff on this one. We've been uh, we've been discussing ad nauseum here on the show. Yeah, the, the, this whole thing ever since the NES Classic, we've been we've been talking about this SNES Classic possibilities, and it is out it is outrageous how insane it is. Yeah. and then the reaction of people like after all the pre-orders have been sold out. GameStop, Amazon, Best Buy, freaking everyone's losing their minds. And you see this like this humongous backlash yeah. uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, on social media. Yeah, uh, people Eat like a Dick Walmart. <laughs> and no, like I, I, a lot of the vitriol was aimed at Nintendo because they'd be like, "Oh, Nintendo." Oh yeah, thanks for not putting out enough for everybody. And and, and it goes back to you know an episode that we did a few months ago where I, I, I it's still you know, I mean I can only reach so many people. But you know, people still don't understand. That's yeah. why people need to share the show on people, their Facebook. Yeah, that's, that's why you should be sharing the show on Facebook so more people can can hear this, huh? Um, and people don't get Nintendo again. It's um freaking, it's a gigantic brand name. Yeah. Everyone for for the last you know thirty years, they've been one of the biggest names in video games. The company has existed for a hundred years, playing making playing cards. But they're a humongous name. But logistically, they are tiny. They are small. They, yeah. Like, in comparison to their competitors, Sony and Microsoft, they are micro-fucking-scopic. Yeah. In North America, I'm, I've, I've said this before, I'm going to keep, I feel like this is something I'm going to have to repeat every few months. Every time something <laughs> like this happens, I'm going to feel like I have to repeat this entire dissertation. They literally have one warehouse for all of their product in America. Everything, yeah, every Wii game or whatever, no, every Switch game, every 3DS game, everything that is made for North America comes out of one warehouse. And that's it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if it's first party, third party, all the third parties have the Nintendo prints all the stuff, all, all they, they print, they make the cartridges, print the discs, whatever, however you get your content, you know, because Wii U, that was printing, printing discs. Now it's all, all it's, everything's cartridge now, but everything is done in one facility, yeah. one not very big warehouse in North Bend, Washington. Just a few miles away from their one corporate office in freaking in in Redmond in Redmond, Washington, they have two other small offices that handle media and marketing. One in San Francisco, technically Redwood City, and um, on then they have one office in New York, and then they have their Nintendo World Store in New York. That is Nintendo of America. <laughs> period. That that is it. That is that is all. They, they they're not humongous. There 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 are no Nintendo stores across the country like Microsoft does. Yeah. Yeah. The, they they don't have production facilities across the world like Sony, where like some of your TVs are made in Mexico, some of them are made in China, some of them are made Middle East, uh, all over the world. Sony has facilities. They have one fa- for all their hardware. They have one factory in Kyoto, yeah. Japan. That one factory produces all the hardware for the entire world. One. Factory. That's and that's why they can't produce enough to meet them when they have some sort of really hot product. Like we have this NES Classic, or the the or now we have the SNES Classic. They're gonna try to produce more. They they've already promised they're gonna dedicate more of their resources to this item. But that same factory is trying to make Nintendo Switches, yeah. which cannot stay on the shelves. They're finally starting to show up in North American shelves. But uh, as um as a, a friend of mine from Japan pointed out, because normally Japan used to get priority. 
Yeah. They they leave all the product in Japan because that was that was a priority. Now the rest of the world like it's actually flipped in the last few years. Since I've worked for Nintendo before, right, when I was working at Nintendo, the president drink. Re- hmm? drink. drink. Um <laughs> uh, the, the 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 American president, Reggie Fisame, you know, the, the my body is ready, the guy with the helmet hair, the the, the really uh, excited guy at the during the Nintendo press conferences, he would tell us when when we had our big marketing meetings, he would tell us he'd have to fly to Japan and negotiate with our our home company office and negotiate to try to get pro- more product for America. Wow. It, it wasn't like, oh, okay, America gets this much. It's like, no, it's like he had to try to convince them, like, no, we need more product. We can't, you know, we, this was when the Wii was the freaking crazy shit. And it was hard. It was hard as fuck to find a Wii back in 06, 07, 08. For three years, it was hard. They actually did increase their production facility a little bit simply because the Wii was such a sustained crazy success they actually did increase their pr- production um uh, production capacity but it was it wasn't that many. they they bought the building next door yeah and expanded their factory in Kyoto but they didn't go overboard that's the one thing that they're 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 going to they're not going to overreact to demand so like they're saying why don't they just make more of these NES classics or any SNES classics they can just make more they it's like they're printing money that's not for in, in their point of view it's not printing money it's it's for every SNES classic that they're making, they're not making a Nintendo Switch or they're not making a 3DS, which is more of a long term for them. Yeah. They sell that these SNES classics. That's a one time purchase. You're not yeah. buying more software for There's it. There's no expansion for it. At all. There's no expansion for it. There's no DLC that they can sell you. That's a one time purchase, and this is mainly for people who are not gamers. I mean, or they're not traditional gamers. Mm-hmm. They're more like old gamers, people or lapsed gamers. That's that's a that's a that's a big term within the industry. People who used to be gamers. And are kind of trying to get back into it. The, I mean, these these items. I mean, they're great. Short. These these are short term profits. These are not long term. Selling a switch. That's long term. Yeah. That person will inherently buy more software. Then that's where more money will come in. They'll make more money when the software selling software than they make from selling these things. And that's where I feel a lot of people don't understand. Like, oh, why is Nintendo throwing away money? They could be making so much money with these SNES classics. I'm like, they're gonna make a lot of them, but. It's it's not in their long term interests. It, like from a business perspective, it's not a big ticket item for them. It's it's a popular item. It's a, it's a crowd pleaser. It's a crowd pleaser. But as far as you know, as long as evergreen or long term, I mean, like long term money, it's not. Yeah. That, yeah that, once they once people buy them, they're not going to do anything. Like you're not going to see people going and like saying, "Oh, we need to get another one because my brother wants it." It's only one person. It, it's, a, it's, it's a it's it's one and. For people that are like, oh, I, we missed the bus on this one. No, they're going to keep making them up until the end of December. Mm-hmm. They're going to keep having drops. I mean, like yeah, they're, 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 like oh. I said, they're, they're, they, they saw the, the crazy demand. They're going to try yeah. to make more of them. Yeah. But it's not their first priority. Their first priority is try to get Nintendo Switches in everyone's hands because that's more of the hot thing yeah. where it's it, – it, yeah. it, it, They could it, sell more games over a much longer extended over period. Over a much longer over – over a five-year period. Yeah. Uh, the, over the life of a console, they're going to be profiting off of that system like versus in a one-time purchase for people. That's exactly, a, 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 that's basically a thank you to fans. Yeah, because like I think one of the mo- one of the most disturbing thing. Another friend of mine who's a Nintendo rep, he was tagging a post. I guess a friend of his, this guy, because he was unable to pr- to pre-order a any SNES classic, he swore off Nintendo. Oh. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to sell my Switch. I'm selling my 3DS. I'm getting rid of all my Nintendo stuff. I'm like. 
that, overreact much. Yeah, yeah, that is such a. It's not like they're not. That's a psychotic overreaction. Yeah, it's not like they're going away. He has a chance to get one before exactly. the end of the year. Yeah, and then, if it's we that still have time. important, then go on eBay and pay the three hundred bucks. Exactly, but it's just the the the, the, the this, this outrage culture, this this crazy psychotic over. I remember I saw that, and then I, when I made my post about like about Nintendo last week during on, on Facebook. It was, I was like I, it, that. I was almost gonna mention that post, but I was like, you know what? It, it's not worth mentioning. But I'm gonna mention it here on, on yeah. the show because I can actually talk it out instead of you can hear my tone as opposed to yeah. a post on Facebook where you do not hear my tone. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. now, that, that is the that is the epitome of cutting off your nose to spite your face. Like throwing oh. the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love Nintendo so much, but. Oh, I couldn't get my SNES Classic, so fuck you, Nintendo. Yeah. I quit. Like, yeah, he, ra- he basically rage quit Nintendo. He ra- yeah. He, I guess he's a modern gamer. He rage quit Nintendo, <laughs> and that's for and uh, uh, show contributor Urban Jones says blame resellers on this. Like, I guess that's partially. Tr- I mean, it's partially resellers, mm-hmm. but it's also it's this crazy demand. Like, it it's 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 this psychotic demand of these people coming out of the woodwork. Because the, the resellers wouldn't be able to profit if there wasn't psychotic demand like this. That's true. And then people will say, oh, it's because Nintendo won't make enough. I'm like, believe me, Nintendo's made plenty of products that didn't sell out. Yeah. Believe me, in seven years of working at Nintendo, I saw plenty of shit. We that, saw the Virtual Boy. Yeah, well, well the, man, that, man, they they freaking ET'd the fuck out of those. The Power Glove. The, the uh, Power Glove. Over, over time, there's been other times. go down the list of well, no, I'm not even talking about, I'm talking about like software. I remember like when Metroid Prime 2 came out for the Nintendo GameCube. Oh, good God. It was not, I, I would see like 100 copies at freaking Circuit City. Yeah. Yeah, because like, everyone expected it to be, because it, the first uh, Metroid Prime was a humongous game for the GameCube, but the second one came out, and it was a uh, a fundamental thud in the ground. It was, it was, I remember I was like, oh my God, like, it, it's not selling, and I remember I, I'd, I'd go to all these stores, and we'd see just stacks and stacks of Metroid Prime 2 where everyone expected, oh, it's Metroid. And I, I technically kind of blame that game. That's why M- Metroid was put on the back burner, so to speak, where, like, they haven't made, because that one cost Nintendo so much not even just financially, but it was more like they like, lost face. Where like when they did put out Metroid Prime Three, people didn't want to buy it. Yeah, it was it was very much a it's nuts. It is it, it is insane. <laughs> yeah, Wii U. Hey, hey, as, as successful yeah. as the Wii was. Oh, did anyone ever have trouble getting Wii U's? Hell no. <laughs> you could always find a Wii U. Maybe not the first week of November in 2012, but after that, no one had any trouble yeah. getting Wii U's. It's just sometimes it's the insane demand. Sometimes when when stuff catches fire, Nintendo can't keep up, yeah. like logistically, and like and they're not and they're not going to overreact. That and that's the thing. That's why they're inherently. That's why they're a successful company. But then that's why they're always going to cause problems with their with their fan base or customers because they're not going to budge. Yeah. On on this, where it's like, oh, we're gonna make this amount. We're gonna make as much as we can within our capacity, but and that, that that's what we can do, and that's it. And so, if it's a hot item, sorry, everyone's kind of screwed. We made as many as we can, and if it's not a hot item, then it's just gonna sit on shelves, and then Nintendo has to freaking take a take a bath on those. No. It's it, it, it's ebb and flow. So they're they're always trying to find st- like their biggest thing. Like Nintendo's always trying to find something that's more long term. Mm-hmm. Short-term money—that's not important to Nintendo. This, like, like, like we just discussed, these classic c- consoles—that's short-term money. That's that's instant gratification. Time, yeah. That's one time. Mm-hmm. That's like the Walmart is like, we're trying to like sell the thing instantly to them and just make quick money. Yeah. There, Nintendo's all about long-term money. 
freaking brain age. That was such a long term, like because you know, I, I I we probably already had this discussion last time I did the big Nintendo episode. Like big games, like you, you sell like a, like a hundred thousand the first month, and it goes down to like where it doesn't sell at all. They'd rather have a game where it sells fifteen thousand every month, mm-hmm. but for like two years. Yeah, and then you end up oh, we sold a million copies of that game. Yeah, and the, and they never lowered the price. It would be the same price all the way through. They're looking for those evergreen titles. That's why like people like within uh, within gaming like people bitch Nintendo very rarely drops the prices of their games because <laughs> some uh, another company like like Eltron the, the company that makes you know, Madden mm-hmm. FIFA within a couple months of the game being out they will drop that price just to get people to buy it. Like oh sixty bucks, but uh, if you wait like two months like uh, like Madden just came out last week, but if you wait till Black Friday you can get it for thirty. If you're willing to wait three months, yeah, get it. But Nintendo, Mario, I remember Mario Kart for the Wii was fifty bucks for five years. <laughs> like, if you wanted Mario Kart, even though the game was like five years old, still fifty bucks. Yeah. Why? Because they know that they have that perceived value yeah. that this is a long-term game where they can still keep charging that amount because it's not because it's just the one game. They they're not replacing it every year. Every console, they'd only make one Mario Kart. Yeah. They make one Smash Brothers game. Normally they make one Zelda, although some of the consoles make two Zelda games, one at the beginning of the life cycle and one at the end of the life cycle. Like Nintendo, they know the value of their brand and they stick to it. They stick to their guns. Even even to their own detriment, they'll stick to their guns. Yeah. And then very rarely near like if it's been a few years and then all right, now we'll start doing a greatest hits version. Now we'll drop it to twenty bucks. But it's been like how many years where they, they tried and they, like I said, long term money. Like I, I'm sure as a businessman yeah. yourself, you are you you you're you're self employed. You own a business. So you you probably understand this and that makes more sense to you. Yeah. That you'd rather have a product that you can sell over long term and make potential profit over the long term than try to make a cash grab. Yeah, I know that definitely. So that's where like people really uh, it's, it, it just it, it it bothers me and it, it, it I will always support Nintendo even like, I work for them but even before I worked there I was already a big fan ever since I was a kid yeah. I, I've always been a Nintendo supporter and I and even after I left I still am a, a supporter of them I always feel like I have to come out and um and defend them all the time even even though I don't work there anymore I still feel this like this need to like kind of let people know this is why this happens. I'm like, I, I don't think you get it sometimes. It always happens. You figure people would expect it at some point. But. Yeah, and then, yeah, but yeah, people don't learn. I mean, yeah. and, and remember, something I always say: people are inherently dumb. Yeah, that's true. It's unfortunate. You know, your average consumer is inherently dumb. No. I mean, again, I could probably make a political statement right now, but I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm like, if we're talking about the dumbification of society, I'm just going to adjust my tie here and leave that one alone. But uh, yeah, it, it's frustrating. I and mean, like for, for like I guess say as as me the, as this uh, I I am this this nerd translator where I'm trying to communicate with both sides of the nerds and the, the nar nerd nerds whisperer. the nerd whisperer. <laughs> well, I I feel like I I I am like the ultimate protocol droid. I I I, I am like C three PO. I I translate nerd for non nerds and, and I translate non nerds for nerds. Where I I try to I'm, I'm trying to bring both sides together. And then, and then Nintendo's always like this 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 touchstone. Where it, it's it's always like every few months it, it's a it's a hot button topic 
with all with everything that happens with them. And I, I always have to like run out here, like freaking put on my cape, Captain <laughs> Captain Save a Nintendo, and I have to I have to come out here and tell everybody because you know I I've seen how the sausage is made, and I always have to run out and explain this is this is why it is the way it is, and, yeah. and I feel like no one listens, no, no nobody gets it. Never I mean, you, you you sit here with me every week, and then you hear me every couple months talk about like, this is why Nintendo is like yeah. this, and, I, and I'm sure you're like I, I feel like you're probably like tired of it. <laughs> I know, like, Sam's, yeah, he's usually busy, so he probably only catches half of what I'm saying. Oh, no, I'm catching it completely right now. Okay. And you're right. There is that outrage factor it, right it, now. Yeah, and, it's and, huge and, outrage. And, we, and, and you do have to come in and remind people every couple months that this is how the business works. I, I, I have to explain how the, wheel, how the wheel turns here. How the sausage is made, how, as you said. It's also that part of it is that people get outraged for the smallest things. Yeah. Like, people yeah. people I do lose. swear <laughs> off every Nintendo product yeah. because I couldn't pre-order no. something that I actually still have just as much of a chance of yeah. getting if I wait one month. If I if you just hang on, if you just freaking pay attention, if like if, if you're if you're that dedicated to quitting, then you could be just as equally dedicated to just hey, paying attention. Rage quit. <laughs> yeah. I, I, he, you know what? He should rage quit all video games. He should just rage quit life. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. It, 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 and, we, and you and I, we, we always have conversations about nerds. Like you and I, we, we sit around you know, either here or when we're at the store with you. You and I, we all, yeah. like, we always have this top conversation about, 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 about dealing with nerds at retail. It always, they're always divided. They're always divided on something, man. Like I feel like, you know, I, I don't know. They, 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 sometimes they have, like they have yeah. to have something. Like, like they always feel like they're they're being oppressed in some way, yeah. shape, or form. Like you're not being oppressed. You're just being an asshole. I think. Like true oppression happens to races, not to like you not being able to buy a comic book yeah. or you not being able to buy a video game. That that that's not oppression. That's just you. You had bad timing. Yeah, exactly. Like the the the, the, the company is not out to get you. Like that, that's that's where I feel like sometimes like oh Nintendo just hates their customers. Like no, Nintendo just can't freaking keep up. And it, it rolls into a lot of these. Like, like my favorite is when they make a movie or something. They're like mm. oh they ruined my childhood and like I hate that. that, that yeah, they they jumped in a DeLorean. Yeah. They found you and took a dump right on your head. Yes. Yeah. They, they 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 ruin your like they're not ruining it yes. still exists. Yeah. Michael Bay has not destroyed my love of Transformers. <laughs> I do I hate Michael Bay Transformers? Yes. yes. Do I still love big blocky 80s freaking <laughs> you got the touch freaking Transformers? Yeah. Hell yeah, I still love those fucking Transformers. I will always name my car after a fucking Transformer. <laughs> From here on till the end of time until until the end of my days, I will always name my car after a fucking Transformer. But those uh, my my childhood has never been ruined. I oh yeah. You've ruined my memories yeah, of, yeah. of watching Optimus Prime die. A woman in a proton pack wo- ruined all of your memories from your childhood. Yeah, fucking, Please, your memories were freaking pathetic then. If that was what your childhood, yeah, if that's yeah. what, if, if that ruin. ruins your childhood, then you know you have you have bigger problems. Yeah. You, you have much bigger problems than the Melissa McCarthy falling over and shooting things. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's like female Jedi. Oh, oh. Or just a few female Doctor Who, yeah. a black stormtrooper, black stormtrooper, <laughs> like things. Are... It's, yeah, it, it's people. Yeah, again, people are inherently stupid. Yeah. <laughs> they overreact very easily, man. <laughs> they, 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 I remember there's a joke like, oh, they, they, they get into a fight at the drop of a hat. Now it's like as a, a click of a keyboard, <laughs> they will, they will fight, they will quit, they will rage, they will lose their goddamn minds. Yeah, and. Now that they they're so used to that sense of anonymity that they actually leave their masks at home. 
I mean, fucking A, dude. Like, real talk. Yeah. I mean, not to get political, but real fucking talk, dude. Well, no, I'm using that analogy not just for, like, the political side of but it. For but everything. for everything. For everything. For everything. No, the, the, you know, the, a lot of these nerds will come out and be like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> like, they think that the rules of, like, polite society somehow get eliminated because you're a dick online. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is it. I've always heard people make the argument, like, where did they all come from? I'm like, they've always been around. They, they, just, they just have a, They didn't. Before have a the internet, now, yeah. before the internet, they didn't have a platform. Yeah. Just like, I did not have a platform for my insanity. Now we have Facebook. We have Twitch. Yeah. We have iTunes. I can get my word out. It's just the same as any stupid asshole yeah. now. But yeah, we like, we always have that discussion. It's like, oh, where did all these, ra- where all these idiots come from? Where all these racists come from? Like, they always existed. Yeah. We just didn't have access. Oh, yeah. Like they didn't have access to us, and we didn't have access to them. <laughs> we gave them a megaphone. Yeah, everyone has a megaphone. We, the three of us, we are using our megaphone to talk about nerdy shit yeah. <laughs> to hopefully a hundred people every week. Oh, speaking of which, uh, uh-huh. this past weekend the, the Tick show dropped on Amazon. On Amazon, that's yeah. right. I, 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 I've always enjoyed the Tick. It's it's really good. Uh, the only thing that's kind of disappointing, it's only six episodes. Oh, really? And Are like, they six long episodes? They're like about 20-something minutes apiece. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure maybe they're, they're they're not trying to overextend themselves like Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I read articles that were saying that, like, I guess they did that on purpose. Like, it's only half the season. I guess we'll get the other half yeah. at some point. Maybe sooner than uh, two years. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. But it's, it's really good. It's really meta. Like they makes fun of like all superhero movies and everything. And yeah, no, I, I saw a clip this morning. Uh, this morning, and it made me laugh pretty hard. Where like the the tick, like he's running up to this bad guy, he's gonna go fight him. But then uh, the he's uh, the the woman they're with. He's like, he's like, oh, stay back. He's very dangerous. And she yells at him. <laughs> oh no, she's yelling at uh, freaking Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. And then the bad guy's like, oh, the moment's passed. I don't want to fight now. <laughs> didn't, get to the co- didn't get to the cop button that time. <laughs> But yeah, they they do a whole thing like they they, they introduce like a, like a Punisher type uh, killer uh, hero. Uh huh. Name is Overkill. Ah. And uh, the Tick is just not happy with him killing people. <laughs> like he's just like that's not what you do. That's like, not that's that's not how we do things. We bop them in the head. <laughs> we bop them in the head. And the pilot was made about a year ago. I know I saw it about a year ago. Oh really? And uh, from episode, from the pilot to episode two, his costume is different. Oh really? And they and they make reference to it. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, see, that's what, that's what I'm talking about. Little things like yeah. I, I love attention to detail. That's one of my favorite things. That, that, that's the type of nerd I am. When when, the, when there's little details, like when I like I said, I, I rewatched all of this season of Rick and Morty earlier today. Oh, and yeah, I, yeah. I saw a barrel of plumbuses <laughs> that I hadn't noticed before. I'm like, hey, it's the weird Plumbus. penis vagina weird thingy that every house has in certain universes. Yeah. <laughs> I love weird little details like that where they they put little Easter eggs just for the people who are paying attention. Yeah. Well, speaking of Rick and Morty, this week's episode is pretty dark, man. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, the, 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 yeah. Oh, the, this week's episode was so. Uh, you, you, uh, Sam. Now, now you are in the boat where you, uh, just as Pete does not watch Game of Thrones, you do not watch, watch Rick and Morty. So, uh, Rick and Morty, they, they go on it like at the beginning of the episode, like oh, we're gonna go on a quick adventure, and it shows like six days later they have to, like. Yeah. They're on this crazy thing, like it's like the basically, end of Star Wars. It's yeah. basically the end of Star Wars. They destroy the Death Star, basically. Awesome. Like, they destroy the Death Star. They get medals at the end, but then they get back into like uh, Rick's ship, and they're like, "What the fuck? I was not in control at all. That was all luck. <laughs> we we, we could have died. We could have died several times. <laughs> I was not in control." He's like, "Look at my hands. They're shaking." <laughs> so they decide to go on vacation. So they go to this intergalactic spa because hey, it's Rick and Morty. Yeah. So they're gonna go to this f- futuristic intergalactic galactic spa and they go into this room 
And like the, the, the person tells, oh, you go in this room and it takes all your toxins out. It gets all the negativity out of you. So they, they go into this room and they get zapped. And uh, they walk out and they're both kind of weird. Because literally... <laughs> All of their negative, all the all their bad personality traits, or all the things that are holding them holding them, like them back. It's yeah. like Rick is all of a sudden like really nice and yeah. really kind. He was talking shit to that guy. He was like, uh, yeah, he he talked shit before because the guy had like much like me for the last couple. Of days, had something in the back of his throat. Hey, why don't you like either spit or swallow that out, man? <laughs> and a little and like he gives them shit before they go and he walks like you know what? I'm really like Rick goes. I'm really sorry about that. I shouldn't have done that to you. That was very rude. Like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like he like we have this like polite Rick like this polite. Thoughtful, yeah. like he gets back to he gets back. And he's like apologizing to Beth about like, oh, I was a terrible father. I'm so sorry. And then, and then Morty is like super confident. Like it's like, like all of his doubt was removed. Like that that, that was a toxin inside of him. Yeah. And then inside this to- like this machine, yeah. they're the, the living embodiments of their toxicity have their own personalities. Where yeah. so you have this Morty. He's like, oh God, I hate everything. <laughs> I'm the worst. Every, I think everybody hates me. I hate myself. And then you have this like fucking like. Evil fucking super evil Rick is like I'll fuck everything. I'm gonna get out of this fucking thing. Like, I'm the smartest motherfucker in the universe. Fuck you all. Like, like look, I just made I made fucking electricity inside this toxic thing. That's how fucking smart I am. It's like oh, and and so it's like the the good Rick realized oh no, we're only half of ourselves. We need to get we need to get yeah. those aspects of our bodies back. And then Morty's like. Oh hell no, Rick! <laughs> like he he got a date with like he had the confidence to go up to the girl at school that he's in love with, and he had got a date with her, and he's like, yeah. and it, it's funny like his arc progresses to the point where he's literally Wolf of Wall Streeting. Yeah, yeah. He literally Morty like moves to New York. <laughs> he's, a he's a stockbroker. He's on the phone doing the whole Leonardo DiCaprio thing, and he goes home to this hot ginger wife. <laughs> And then Rick's trying to like solve this other problem. Like, so good Rick as a they work they end up they, they end up uh, so good Rick, oh I found the I found the canister that has our toxins in it. And I'm actually talking to the to the other Rick. And so the evil Rick is trying to trick them, and so like they, we have this knockdown dragon fight between the two Ricks. So like yeah. you see, the the evil Rick comes out of there. He like, he's like this this uh, what was it like gunk Rick or something? Yeah. Like get all the gunk, all like gunk Rick. They're having this big knockdown dragout fight, and then like oh, I'm getting the fuck out of here. You know what? If you guys won't be toxic, I'll just make the world toxic. It's pretty, <laughs> it was really crazy. It's yeah. still it was really, really dark. dark, man. This whole season yeah. has just been all about darkness, man. Like, yeah, I rewatched all the episodes today, and good God, it's a fucking dark-ass season, man. <laughs> like, I mean, because last week, Rick, and Rick no. takes uh, the, the pathetic stepdad. He takes him out on an adventure, but it's a pity adventure. That, yeah. that, that Morty asks him, hey, can, "Can you go give him a win?" And he's like, oh, and like so, so, so Morty asks you, "Like, yeah, what, what did you think?" I thought you were gonna take me out and execute me. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, that, that, that's really dark, man. There, you really do need a win." Yeah, they're afraid he's gonna commit suicide. So they- yeah, no, that, that that's the reason why Morty sent Rick to go take him on an adventure because they thought he was gonna commit suicide. That's funny. It takes him to a planet where you can't die. Like- yeah, they go to a planet where he can't die. <laughs> There's like these two little kids shooting. They're killing each other, and then they're getting resurrected. That's fine. So of course that leads on to later, where, where um, of course this this field goes down. So naturally, everyone's Everyone. dying. <laughs> the little kid runs up, shoots his sister. He's like, Mary, Mary, why is she getting up? It's like fucking dark, man. There's some man. Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland have some issues, and they're working them out this season. Well, they yeah, we, we toxified the world, and the, the priest was like, "There is no God." Like, yeah, there's there's this great scene like they, they they toxify the world, and then you see this church, and the the the, the freaking priest freaking rips off his fucking his fucking whatever the the priest wear. He's like, "There is no God." Like we invented you for money. We <laughs> invented him for money. Yeah. 
And then people in the church start fucking and like, yeah. and I was like, holy shit. And then when the, the world gets untoxified, it's like, there is a God. Like, like someone is sucking on his nipple and he's like, pushing them away. There is a God. You know, people are like, they stop fucking. They're like, man, all, the, all the little kids killed. Like the, that well, yeah, that. It's a very if if you want to feel darkness in your life, <laughs> you should be watching Rick and Morty season three. It will really touch your soul in a way you don't expect. It's true, man. It's and on that lovely note, you can always follow the show facebook.com forward slash Dre GP podcast. You can follow the sh- me on Twitter. I'm trying to tweet more. At Dre GP Podcast. You can watch the show like two people are right now on twitch.tv forward slash Dre GP Podcast. We got two people. We got two people. And you can always listen to the show on iTunes. Just search Dre's Geek Philosophy if you want to hear just the audio version. Maria, if you, hi. Hey, uh, Maria, uh, Sam's a lovely lady, is watching the show. Yeah. On Facebook Live. You can follow. Without sound, probably, because the baby should be asleep. The baby should be asleep right now. So you can always follow Sam at SamZ570. This is me giving you a love. You can follow <laughs> Pete, nostalgic underscore comics. Oh, yeah. You can follow me on Instagram. If you want to see me draw things, it's at SoCalClone. I've been drawing a lot of things lately. I've been watching a lot of Star Trek and a lot of. And a lot of uh, uh, I'm watching Daredevil right now. So there's a lot of art coming out of my hands. So. If you want to check out those things, oh, Iceberg is watching us on on Twitch. So, again, for executive producer Sam Zia, for I haven't called you this in a long time, judgmental nerd Pete Malini. <laughs> oh yeah, I am your host Dre Cervantes. Thank you so much for watching. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Rick, thank you, Rick, for listening to this on iTunes. <laughs> Everyone watching on Twitch, oh, we got Iceberg and we have Chanel. Thank you, Chanel. Thank you, Iceberg, for joining us on Twitch. Thank you, everyone. Have a great night. Oh, also, oh. I forgot to plug my other shows. I'm not <laughs> Wednesday night, or actually Pete show Wednesday night. If you want to talk comic books, Wednesday night right here on Facebook Live, uh, the Multiverse Comic Show. And I didn't do this past Saturday because I was really tired. But Dre versus the Super Nintendo Saturday nights. Me playing Super Nintendo. You can watch it on Facebook Live. I'm trying to gimmick it on Twitch, and it's kind of weird because it's kind of mirror universe on Twitch. But you can watch me fight a Super Nintendo game. I'm playing Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Have a good night. Peace.